Hello, welcome to A Disciple's Tidbit, a small seed of information to help grow your faith. My name is Craig, and I want to invite you to sit back and enjoy this mini-episode. Hello, and welcome to this week's A Disciple's Tidbit. So this week, I want to really quickly go through something that was inspired by having gone to church this past Sunday. I attend a Southern Baptist church, and one thing, if you know anything about Southern Baptists, what they love to do is to tell their congregation to bring people to church to share the gospel. So basically, the idea is, is you bring them to church and whatnot, and they hear the gospel through the pastor. I actually, when I first became a believer, I attended a Bible church, and I was actually taught to share the gospel with people, and then you can invite them to church. So inviting people to church, I'm not saying is a bad idea. But what I'm saying is, is maybe we should be focused on, and maybe we should utilize sharing the gospel with people, and then invite them to church. So let's say, hypothetically, you end up uh, talking to a neighbor, coworker, a friend, or whatever, um, and you simply share with them with what's going on at your church and say you should come on Sunday uh, so you can in, enjoy it too. And let's say they agree, but on Friday, they're on their way to work and they die in a car crash. Well, let's say hypothetically too, you knew for a fact they weren't saved. You could have shared the gospel with them on Wednesday instead of just simply inviting them to church, right? So I'm going to run through a technique that you can easily use to – Take the pressure off of you don't know what to say, right? It's just simply looking for those opportunities and then having the courage and boldness to be able to step up, right? And this comes from a book called Sharing Jesus Without Fear by a guy by the name of William Fay, and the last name is spelled F-A-Y. You can find his book on Amazon. He has apps on the Android and iTunes store if you want to download those. I'm not receiving any kickbacks or any kind of endorsements or anything like that. I just, this comes from his book. And the thing of it is, I am going to simply share the verses with you and what is suggested you say after each verse is read. He doesn't own the Bible verses. He, you know, obviously the fruits of his labor, he shares his stories and all this and that and other things in his book, and I'm not going to share those with you, but he doesn't own the Bible verses. So I'm going to go through those with you to kind of maybe take the pressure off and also kind of utilize a couple questions that was from a thing called Evangelism Explosion that was really popular in the 1990s, and I actually was trained in and went out and did for a time when I was with that Bible church. So the very first thing I would typically ask somebody is steer the conversation in a spiritual direction and say, if you were to die right now, do you think God would let you into heaven? And then just see what they say. The next follow-up question, whatever they say, don't worry about correcting them or debating them or anything. Just say, why? So in other words, whatever answer you get, if they say yes, they're going to typically probably say yes. If they say no, then you, you can just launch right into this technique, okay? But If they say yes, ask them why. They're typically going to give you a very works-based answer. Well, I've been a good person and blah, blah, blah. I keep the Ten Commandments. I'm a Jewish person. I keep the law. Or I have more good than bad, et cetera, et cetera. So then I wouldn't say anything else. I would just launch right into this technique. And what I do is I have all of these verses bookmarked in uh, the YouVersion Bible app. So I could just go to the bookmarks. 
instead of breaking out a Bible, because a lot of people might be intimidated by that, but we all carry smartphones with us now, or a good portion of us do. If you don't, you can buy like maybe a pocket New Testament and you can just bookmark these verses. So start in Romans 3.23 and just have them read it. Don't read it to them. Have them read it. The idea here is the Holy Spirit will utilize the word of God to convict that person of their sin. And then basically they're going to end up reading the gospel with their own words. So then they read for all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God in Romans 3.23. Ask them to paraphrase it in their own words, what it means to them. Don't worry about debating or correcting them or anything like that. Move on to the next verse, which is Romans 6, 23, that says, But the wages of sin is death, but the free gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. Have them paraphrase. Move on to John 3, verse 3, that says, Jesus answered him, Truly, truly, I say to you, unless one is born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Then ask him a question, why would Jesus have to die? Have them answer it. Just move on to the next verse after they finish answering, which is John 14, verse 6. Jesus said to him, I am the way and the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. Have them paraphrase and move on to the next verse. Romans 10, verses 9 through 10. Because if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For with the heart one believes and is justified, and with the mouth one confesses and is saved. Have them paraphrase, move on to the next, which is 2 Corinthians 5, verse 15, and which says, And he died for all that those who live might no longer live for themselves, but for him who for their sake died and was raised. Have them paraphrase and move on to Revelation chapter 3, verse 20. Behold, I stand at the door and knock. If anyone hears my voice and opens the door, I will come into him and eat with him and him with me. Have them paraphrase, which readily sets them up. For you to say, are you ready now to receive Jesus Christ and receive eternal life? Boom, you have shared the gospel. You didn't have to rely on any clever stories. You didn't have to worry about you saying the right things. You let the word of God speak for itself. And now the onus is on them to receive it, right? Now you've put the ball in their court And realistically, we're not the ones who draw people to salvation. Jesus said himself, no one can come to me unless the father who sent me draws him and I will raise him on the last day, right? So we're just the ones who sow the seed. We're sowing the seeds of the gospel. And that's all you're doing. And it takes a lot of the pressure off. It really does. So I just wanted to share that with you and encourage you today that if you've never done that before, if you've never shared the gospel, it can be a very rewarding experience. It can be very frustrating too, because you're going to see how much of the world doesn't really want to believe in Jesus Christ and confront their sin. A lot of people love their sin. I remember before I became a Christian, I loved my sin. I did not want to come to Christ. I wanted Star Trek to be true, right? I wanted to go off and encounter alien civilizations, totally believed in evolution and then and then i hoped that there was no god but then i saw the light because god ended up opening that door to me if you listen to the very first podcast of this podcast you'll know that my my testimony is very unorthodox and i I really love telling it because it's very unorthodox so that that uh, podcast is titled a relationship with god the very first one i ever did just scroll back to uh, i believe it was january 14th when i published it and you can listen to that. It's I really love telling it. It's a unique story, but I encourage you to utilize this. And then once 
you know, if you share the gospel with them and they're not ready to receive Christ, still invite them to church. You never know. And at least at this point, you've shared the gospel now. So if they die, say, on that Friday on their commute to work, you at least know, well, they may have been saved. They may have, they may have received Christ. But at least I told them about Christ and how they can receive Christ and receive eternal life. So I just encourage you today to utilize that technique or whatever technique you find is useful to you and start sharing Jesus today. I want to thank you so much for listening to my podcast today. If you'd like to get in touch with me for any reason, I have the links for the social networks that I am connected on in my bio for this podcast. I'm also available at Gmail at DisciplePOV, that's D-I-S-C-I-P-L-E-P-O-V at gmail.com. If you have anything that you would like to convey to me, such as something you agree with, something you don't, or anything else, or if you did receive the Lord Jesus Christ into your life, I'd love to hear from you today and to assist you on your new eternal journey.